Hi, I'm Kelsey Zeiser. I'm a senior editor here at Light Reading, and you're listening to the Light Reading Podcast. I'm Jay Tati, um, Strategic Marketing Director for Juniper, focusing on uh, service provider strategies. Great. Thanks for joining us, Jay. Uh, so before we dive in uh, to talking about Open RAN, would love to hear just a little bit more about you and your role at Juniper. Sure. Um, I'm relatively new to Juniper. I joined this year um, leading the strategic uh, marketing initiatives within Juniper towards service providers. Before that, uh, for 15 years, I was with a small vendor called Nokia, leading the 5G services marketing, uh, focusing on the innovation and the technology advances uh, that Nokia had been making and trying to promote that externally. Prior to that, I used to be in consulting, uh, especially around strategy consulting and transformation consulting. So that's that's my 20 years of life for you. Yeah. <laughs> so you've, you've come at the industry from all different angles. Yes. Um, well, looking forward to talking to you about uh, Open RAN. And if you could just tell us a little about um, why Juniper has taken a, an interest in Open RAN and, and what's new there. Sure. Um, if you look at the different domains of a telecommunication network, right? Juniper has been very active in IP transport and core, and we even have the leadership in those. So the one area that we were staying away from was RAN or, or radio access network. And traditionally, this has been very uh, closed ecosystems, vertically integrated uh, stack that very few vendors globally were able to provide. And an external intervention has largely been like, you know, kind of uh, discouraged by them. With 5G and, and then the open run, what we found is like this vertically integrated stack has been now disaggregated, that has been opened up. And we saw an inflection point um, with what we call this RAN intelligent controller or RIC to kind of extend our play into the radio domain. Uh, so that's why uh, you must have seen at the beginning of this year, we announced uh, the deal with Netsia to acquire their RAN intelligent controller technology. Um, then we have been using that to develop it further. And this is one of the leading RIC um, that has been around. Uh, and we are also executing on that on the strong ORAN strategy that we have building the ecosystem, developing the the RIC and, and trying to bring ourselves into that 5G era as an end-to-end player. So that is the key interest from Juniper we have when we did uh, this open run jump. Mm-hmm. And can you talk a little bit more about um, why the RIC is, is so important to that open RAN journey? Yeah, so this is, uh, this is a key part of the RAN disaggregation strategy, right? So RAN, RIC is kind of considered as the operating system of, of the radio network, open RAN, especially open RAN radio network, which is controlling the different functions, um, uh, looking into optimizing the operations. This is an interface where you see third-party applications that can be onboarded. Um, so this is an inflection point where other vendors, the smaller and the bigger vendors alike, can come in and join that radio network and function as a single integrated unit um, for the operator. So this is a key change um, from what they used to have. Uh, and that's, that's what it makes it more interesting. And as I said, like and we call these the brains or the operating systems of the RAN. Uh, so it's a key component for that. 
Right. Yeah. Got to have the brain. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned, uh, you know, onboarding um, some third party vendors. And, and I know that uh, Juniper is working with um, a few other uh, vendors in the industry on this, and one of which is Intel and also more recently Rakuten. Tell us a little bit about why um, those partnerships are important to uh, Juniper's Open RAN strategy. Yeah, open brand. I mean, as I said, like this is uh, a slightly different way of looking at radio. You're opening up the different interfaces. That means there are more players coming into the picture. So one of the big challenges that operators would have with so many players coming into this is integrating all of them and trying to bring the functionalities much faster and innovation much faster into the market. Uh, so for that, the ecosystems are really important. The operators don't want to do the integration of an individual vendor and trying to bring it all together. They would want the vendors themselves to make sure that they are pre-integrated as much as they can, but with the open interfaces. So the ecosystem plays a bigger role so that operators can avoid this costlier integration plus um, the lag or the delay that it would cost in terms of bringing innovations to market. So that was the main reason why uh, Ecosystem is a key strategy for it's not just for us. I think like any RIC vendors or open brand vendors, right? Uh, so in in order to execute that, so that was already in the plan when we acquired the RIC technology. In order to execute that, we were trying to see what are the different ecosystems that we can get into, and and we looked into many of them, and we still are right uh, in terms of exploring what are the different options. And Intel has been like one of the pioneers in open brand. This company has been sponsoring parts of this different ecosystem for quite some time. And their investment in open, especially with their FlexRAN architecture, has made a significant inroads for open RAN. So that's the reason why we decided to collaborate with uh, Intel. Uh, as I said, and as a part of our continued commitment to accelerate these advancements in the open RAN ecosystem. Right? Uh, and through this collaboration, we, we want to make sure that our RIC and Intel's FlexRAN are working together to bring those solutions into the market. Um, so that is an Intel story. And of course, we have different branches within that. There are collaborations with Intel Labs in order to get those different applications, collaboration on the integration between RIC and FlexRAN, as I mentioned, and also working with different customers to test these integrations and, and doing trials. Right. Then is the next one is extending and expanding that ecosystem into other areas. And this is where the Rakutan Indel Juniper partnership coming into the picture. Um, and, and Rakutan, as many know in the industry, has been a disruptor. Uh, the way they think is everything in the cloud. Um, so we found this as an opportunity to make sure that we lead the narrative. Uh, and Rakutan, uh, together with Rakutan, we announced this product called Simware, which is a Rakutan product. Um, this is essentially a, a virtualized DU or the distributed unit, a part of the radio where we are bringing in our um, cloud-native cell-site routing functionality uh, to make sure this is a small box that they could use in terms of um, uh, deploying uh, these different cell-sites which are essential for open run. Uh, that's a long-winded way of saying like the different relationships that we have in the market. Yeah, yeah, a lot of moving parts there. And I think you also mentioned, um, you know, working together in the lab. And and I think I read that um, Intel has like a 5G lab that you were able to collaborate with them on. And um, that sounds like a really, um, you know, interesting way to have a, a hands-on um, approach and working with um, different 
uh, vendors and service providers on making sure that all this technology works together. Definitely, definitely. And I think like you know, that uh, Intel ecosystem, that opens new opportunities for us, right? So it's not just us building our own X apps and R apps. Uh, we also work together with other vendors on the FlexLine ecosystem to develop those. So it definitely is, is a is the way forward, right? I mean, we say that one who masters the ecosystem will lead the ORI narrative, and, and that's what we are trying to do here. Right. And then, uh, you know, I know standards is, is also um, playing a role in momentum around Open RAN. So kind of, can you give us a, an update on where is the industry at with developing those standards and perhaps what um, more work needs to be done there to move things forward. Sure, definitely. And, and standards have been, or standardization have been part of the development throughout the telecommunication industry's history, right? The 3GPP standards, et cetera. If you look back into the history, um, they helps us, especially the vendors and the operators, to get our ducks in a row to make sure that the interfaces that we are developing, uh, these are talking to each other, right? Especially in an operand situation, you can see there are several vendors coming in. You cannot have a, a proprietary way of developing these interfaces. Then uh, I'm going back to the previous point where it becomes costlier to integrate these interfaces and also the delays. Every time a vendor comes in with a new application and you're trying to connect it, it's gonna take a while. So standardization is essential uh, to make sure that those interfaces are standardized and have a common algorithm to like an interfaces to talk to each other. So that is the primary effort, right? And this has helped us to advance um, some of these open run uh, uh, kind of solutioning uh, and the policies that we make as well. Um, given that, especially I'm focusing on ORAN Alliance, which is which is the one that is driving open run. And, and the difference in this one compared to the previous ones is like, normally it's the vendors who are coming together and trying to dictate the standards. Uh, in ORAN Alliance, it's mainly the operators. They are the ones who started this. So there is this, a big need from their end to make sure that this uh, they get it right and these different vendors talk to each other. Um, so that is why uh, ORAN Alliance is being very, very prescriptive in terms of what we should open up, what should be the standardization. And that's what the different vendors are trying to adapt to and, and follow. And we are actively involved in that. We are part of all the working groups. Um, a Juniper in our, in our Alliance, and we are driving or chiring some of the working groups as well. So we are in a good shape uh, being a leading vendor in RIC to drive these uh, efforts within our Alliance. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point um, you made about the uh, service providers uh, really being foundational to the ORAN Alliance and um, just shows, um, I, I suppose, how engaged they are with making this all work. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, you know, there are a few factors in there, right? Firstly, it's like um, uh, they, they are tired of like not having enough innovation coming their way because of the big vendors. They have to rely on their product lifecycle to make sure something new coming in. Then there are geopolitical reasons where the big vendors, that pool is, is shrinking quite a bit, uh, especially in the Western world. So they were looking at how can they, you know, hedge their bets and then spread it around to make sure there are more players where they can benefit from uh, and get this going. Innovation and, and the customer experience, those are the key aspects that they were trying to drive with this. Right. 
Uh, and so with our few minutes that we have left, we'd love to hear from you, um, your predictions uh, going into next year. I still can't believe it's almost 2022, but here we are. <laughs> so uh, do you have any, uh, you know, major predictions for where Open RAN is headed in the next year or anything that you're, you know, really excited about that you'd like to share? Sure. I mean, like, you know, when I look into my crystal ball, right, I, if, if I could <laughs> have one, if I don't break it, uh, <laughs> we have seen like this year, uh, it's a little bit like 5G. Everybody was looking at Oran as a concept, right? They were saying like, this is not a mature enough. We don't want to invest in. But this year, that has changed. You can see like several of several operators trying to jump in with this and the different ecosystems and we are also announced a couple of ecosystems so you could see like there has been acceleration around that. and we expect that to continue to the next year right where new ecosystems will come in and you will be expanding on the existing ones and you will see like uh, uh, different vendors and operators in in multiple ecosystems uh, to make sure like you know they are getting the benefit out of that and you would see more investment from operators uh, Right now, they have started the lab trials, many of them. It will be a lot more next year. Uh, you would see lab trials moving into the field and kind of a limited deployments to test it out. Um, and then you would see like uh, RIC, which is, as I said, like the, the operating system or the brain of the ORAN, uh, many of the vendors announcing their their moves or the strategies and approaches towards RIC. Um, some of them would be like in a different maturity level, but it would still be showing the intent that what they are trying to do with the rig. Um, so this is an exciting time. And in the first half, you would see a lot more announcements coming in. And then some of the initial use cases that would be popping up. Um, and, and the big thing that everybody's looking forward to is slicing, which is going to come much later, uh, maybe in the following year. And the commercial deployments are going to come later. Right? So it is going to be a really exciting time for Oran. Uh, there are still some skeptics around that, like you know, how fast it's going to move. Uh, and you know, I take it back to the 5G time when 5G, everybody said like, oh, it's going to be in 2025 where 5G is going to actually kick off. And now we know like, you know, how many commercial 5G networks are already around and people are now looking to private 5G to expand more. So, yeah, there are plenty of things to look forward to next year. Yeah, oh, sounds good. And uh, before we head out, just curious, uh, I, I know the that there have been um, a lot of supply chain challenges um, that have been affecting a lot of aspects of the industry. Um, do you feel like, you know, Open RAN has been significantly impacted by uh, some of those supply chain um, challenges? Or, uh, you know, are you pretty optimistic that next year things will get resolved? I'm optimistic, but, you know, we need to be pragmatic as well, right? It is not just up and run. It's overall the industry has been affected by that. Um, so it is it is much more than uh, what we can do and what is happening in the industry. So it's an evolving dynamics that we need to follow through. And, of course, um, you know, the backups are in place and trying to soldier through these different uh, uh, areas that we can, where we can, where we would uh, and we will uh, in terms of... Uh, advance further we are doing it uh, and as i said like it's, it's a everybody is in a similar board um, but yeah i mean the advancements are not just only the the silicon right so there are there are other areas that they are focusing on and i would say this ecosystem is a key area which you can now focus on and try to advance further and that's what like everybody is focusing on we as well that's one of the key priorities for the coming years not just next year i yeah. would say 
Yeah, makes sense. Um, I know with just my Christmas shopping, I've gotten a few notifications about things that aren't available anymore. So, um, but, uh, you know, it's a little bit more serious <laughs> with the telecom industry, of course. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, telecom industry has been there strong several times. Right? So many things have happened. And uh, if you look at the pandemic, uh, this is the industry that has grown quite a bit during that because connectivity is a key thing that everybody's looking forward to. And I think, you know, that will continue and, and advancement in technology is, is needed. And, and that's where we're heading as well. Well, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast, Jay. Um, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. It's been same here. Thank you for having me here.